championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. I am your host, Tesh, and Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. Let me say it for a third time. Bryant Young you belongs tell in the Hall of Fame. I got my main t- man, Chrissy Chris, Fresno's finest. Uh, Carr, it was a Derek Carr, Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr just threw Derek. a hell of a game, hell of a second half. Oh, yeah, they're going to be fired up tomorrow at work, man. All the Raiders fans, they're going to be hollering and shit. I don't want to hear it, but it was a good game, though. It was. I mean... Oh, well, you know, that's all I can say about the Raiders. It was a good game. Happy for you, but not really. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no, shit. This is Bang Bang Nine again, cover 49. We don't got no time for Raiders unless we whooping that ass again. (laughs) And then I got the bag man, uh, Jamal, in the house. What's going on, Jamal? Not much, man. I'm going to be enjoying this podcast tonight. Got myself a uh, 20 France Modelo. Now I'm just going to watch the fireworks. So let's get going. (laughs) Me too. Before we get to the fireworks, we lost a family member of ours, or I mean, a 49ers family member, Paris Harrelson, um, known for his outside linebacker slash DN, holding the edge and just being a tough guy over there for us. Played on very good football teams, was a prototypical Vic Fangio type of defensive player. Um, and it, it's sad for him to go. How old was he, uh, Jamal? Um, 37, sorry. 37. 37, man. That's way too young. That's way too young, man. That's way, we're, way, way too young. We're, we're a few years away being 37 ourselves, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. He was a hell of a player, man. Hell of a player. Good person. You know, sorry to see him uh, pass away. Uh, did they give any details of how he passed away or hasn't came out yet? Jamal, you hear anything? Um, I read a couple articles. Doesn't come out yet. Um, I might text you guys earlier. I mean, God forbid it's CTE related, but I mean, he's a young guy. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, that's kind of one of the things, yeah. CTE starts kicking in some of those guys, you know. So, I think their family, though, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. And so, his wife and kids, if he had any of those, you know, just a lot of, uh, a lot of love and support. I think after, after his uh, retire, I think he was with us for a few years, like a player development coach. Yeah, I, I read something like that. So he's part of, he's still part of the 49er family. He's part of the faithful. So it's a yeah. sad day. So yeah, he was with the player development crew. Um, has there ever been a better number 98? Peterson, <laughs> Julian. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to disrespect my guy Harrelson. You know, I mean, he's second. You know, but you know, I mean, Julian Peterson was pretty nice for us. Julian Peterson was a number 98, and he played 11 positions. It was more like 10 or 11 positions. Jamal still doesn't – who didn't believe that, Chris or Jamal? I, think it was I probably didn't believe it. I probably didn't. Oh, Chris. Chris didn't, didn't believe it. So, yeah, he play. played eight different positions in a, in a single game. So, um, But – Name those eight positions. I found it's an article and I sent it to true. you. You're over here talking about Kegel and all types of other positions. I don't know about eight. Well, that's cool. I, hey, I'm not mad at him. That's why he's the best 98 we have. Yeah, so Paris Hellison definitely top three, 90, number 98, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good no, man. Definitely, definitely. He was a player. Yeah, he was a tough player. Definitely went too young. I just I just thought he was just a solid player for us. And it was sad to see him go, especially 
being close to our age, it kind of hits home. That one, and then when um, uh, Chadwick. Oh, Black Panther. My bad, Black Panther. Yeah. When he when he passed away, and he passed away super young too. You know, I was like, man, they're sitting home a little bit. You know what I mean? Pretty close to his age and stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's Life true. is precious. And on that note, before we make this show too depressing, you know, respect to Paris Hellison. But the Niners just had their first week one game of the season. Uh, it was very pretty in the beginning, got sloppy in the end, and everybody was clinching. You know what's uh, in the last minute. But I was standing. I went from sitting to standing. But they they came out with a win, and that's the most important thing. Jamal, what are your thoughts? Cool game. Um, happy to see these young guys get some playing time and um, uh, perform well as well. Um, Elijah Mitchell stepped up, performed well. Uh, Trent Sheffield stepped up, performed well. There was some iffy spots in the defense. I'm not going to go into any details. Spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> it was also cool to see Trey Lance out there a little bit, throw that touchdown pass. But um, all in all, you know, we got a dub. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. See, the, 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 all right, I'm going to go into it, man. Jamal had texted everybody at the end of the game that he said it felt like a loss. And I don't yeah. – I, I can't I can't say that. I can't say it felt like a loss. It was disappointing for sure. I it wasn't that. a disappointing. Anytime you win in the National Football, it's it's not easy to win in the NFL. Well, it's you're up thirty-eight to ten, Tash, with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. We're a Super Bowl caliber team. We have Super Bowl aspirations. Okay, oh, here, here's the, the Detroit thing. Lions. We're here's, playing Campbell Soup here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, and I'll be really honest with you guys. Always, we're not a Super Bowl team right now. We're not. That's that's the expectation, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it can't be right now, though, because West you, can't, you can't be. I mean, I know. OK, look, I know the Rams look very good. They did. Right. The Rams look very good. Seattle looked very good. Arizona put it on the Titans. That was very surprising. Yep. That that was all surprising. Right. But the Niners messed around and they won ugly. You're going to have to win three to four games a season and you're going to have to win them ugly. There's going to be well, ugly week one, games. Week even week games. one. Even week one. Yeah, all season. I mean, all season. You knew you were playing Detroit in Detroit. You knew you were going to have a full loaded roster. 31 to 38 to 10. Uh, that's what we expected. Like, but we all we, did our predictions. Like, we didn't all predict. No, what was it? What was the final score? 38 to what? 20 or 30 or something like that? 28. No, but, but listen, we all we all talked about it, right? Carl Shanahan's first game, his record before this year was one and four. Okay, so the Niners under Kyle Shanahan, they start off slow. Even, even so the, the year that they went, what, 8-0, and that's the only time that they won the first game, right? So all the other seasons, that was the only time we made the playoff, granted, right? The team is going to be better next week and the week after that oh, and the better. week after that. I don't think you can say that, though. You can say that. I don't think you can. We just lost our starting cornerback and starting running back. But so, there was things, uh, okay. But there was things. The new guys. Well. But there's things that okay, so me and Chris, we got into like a debate about that wasn't um, a debate. That was that was just <laughs> fired. It wasn't okay. Just, look, Chris, it's, it's, me, it's going on in, in the world right now, but you know, hey, it's hey, that's all hey, it's it's sports, that's what happens. So during the game, during the game, we're texting back and forth, right? In the first half, I seen with my own eyes that Drake Greenlaw was having a bad game. 
and Chris was blaming on the defensive line. Jamal was kind of like frustrated that we wasn't playing better uh, with the defense. And I said that Drake Greenlaw needed to step up a little bit. Now, do I think that Drake Greenlaw is the worst linebacker in the league? No, I don't think that. But I think that he is somewhat overrated. Hell no. Nah. I, I feel nah, you can't put that on Greenlaw. I mean, he got a pick six. I mean, yeah, you want to say there's a snap count. Like I said, that's game flow again. That, that's just, they want to, like I said, you have a rookie DC out there. I mean, it's different when you're in practice, preseason, in, in the live game. You know, some stuff happens. I mean, you might even forget about a guy. You might have, he would have, uh, Al might have been run, rotating that series and then they just never told him to go back in. Like, stuff like that happens on the sideline. No, you know but I mean? That, I mean, it doesn't happen like that in the NFL. I mean, it would happen to us in the high school level for sure. Look, Chris, Jamal, Fred Warner had 77 snaps, right? You would Fred Warner is the guy, yes or no? Of course, you never take him off the okay. field. And then at the second most snaps at linebacker was Al Shahir at 72. Okay. And then there's a huge drop off, Chris. There is a huge drop off at 37. Now, if it was like 56, Not listen, Not if production. it was like 56, if it was like in the 60s, you'd say, right, okay, maybe what about production. 30 less snaps, and I still had the same amount of production in and I put one on the board. No, but I'm he wasn't saying. he wasn't doing the things that Draymond does. Okay, here we go again. All right. We're Draymond. Already talking about Draymond Green. Oh, Lord he's Jesus. not he wasn't doing the dirty he things, right? He wasn't doing his job, Chris. He wasn't feeling he wasn't he wasn't taking on the blocks to open up one. That's like Draymond shooting that open three. That's like Draymond shooting that open three. He's gonna take it. He's gonna take what, it. You know Draymond's gonna take that open three. And that's what Steve, like that. And that's when Steve Kerr MFs them and then start yelling at each other in the locker room. And so exactly. at halftime, at halftime, Dre Greenlaw did not play after halftime. They were up by 28. Then why did Fred Warner play? You paying him $28 million to play. You are not sitting $28 million man on the on the bench. Yes, you are. That's that's where I get that's where I get frustrated. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you play? Why would you play your franchise player, your franchise defensive player, with the backups? Because that's our our quarterback of the defense. You don't take Jimmy G out; he was still in the game. They Everybody was still in the game, Chris. Everybody but Greenlaw was still in the game. They were going two linebacker sets, and like I said, hey, all I'm gonna say is less production, less snaps, same amount of production. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, all right, I gave you 30 more snaps, 60 more snaps. And you're still only giving the same amount to a guy that's only played half that, and he put it one in the end zone. I mean, hey, I was gonna say D line wasn't helping though. I'm just saying you can't just single out. The D line, the D line had three sacks. Okay, I know Chandler Jones had six sacks, seven attempts. They were throwing, they were dropping back on him, and he was having time. Jared Goff. I'm just saying. How many times was Dak sacked? None. Okay, and he threw fifty something times also. That's what I'm saying. But that's a way different offense. The Cowboys are way better than Detroit. How do, you know? Detroit. How do you know? They almost won the game. Their kick would have made the field goals. They would have won the game. Detroit had no business being in that game. Literally, they had no business. You see, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't judge it by 7% right now, dude. You can't judge it. 7% analytics does not work in football. I don't care what they say. That's a baseball stat. Football is a game of field. And it's only like it's, it's always been. It's only been 7% of the season. Who knows? Right now, okay, right now you look at it. Green Bay looked awful, all right? Aaron Rodgers looks like he doesn't care. It, 
and then and Chicago, all, yeah, Chicago couldn't that. stop. Chicago couldn't stop the Rams. Who knows? Detroit might be representing the NFC North in the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, I don't think so. They weren't that impressive. That's what I'm just saying, though. They what do they do? Just run. Up, they literally did basic football, high school football. They did literally power I, not even power I, just fucking power O. You know what I'm saying? The guard pulls, and they were just go right up the right up the middle. So I'm just saying that the deal offensive lineman was the Detroit offensive line was handling our defensive line. I know we didn't have Ken Law, but they were getting to that second level. They were doing they were doing things. And that's why I'm saying like the play action, like you were saying, he wasn't able to get over. I mean, they're running on you shit. It happens. That's the that's what makes it hard. But you can't you can't judge that off of one game though. Like I'm like not, you're I'm saying, not, saying so you but, were saying that Greenlaw, exactly. You can't judge Greenlaw off of one game. When hey, they didn't really play live snaps. I mean, judge them in a, a after the fourth game. Then we can really make this comparison because after one game, we'll see what he does in Philly because Philly has another explosive offense. Because Jalen Hurts is going to be hitting that edge. He's going to be doing play action rollouts, read option. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna need our D line to step it up this week. I wouldn't necessarily blame single out one person. I would say as a whole, the defense needs to step up and maybe. And I would say right. Law would have to be part of that, you know what I'm saying? But as a defense coordinator, I'm I'm really in my secondary room and I'm in my D-line room. I'm, I'm not really worried about my linebackers. I know I got Fred Warner, the quarterback of my defense, and I'm paying almost, what, 18 to $20 million a year to be that guy. And I'm not taking him off the field. They win, lose, or draw, blow out or not, he's going to be out there. So I just – well, we have to uh, – I don't know, to, to judge – him off of one game and which to me he had a good game like it was cool it was decent like i said i gave him a solid you can't, game. you can't say he had a good game if he didn't play the whole game we were up 28 when they got but, taken out but, but everybody else was still playing chris that's a fact it's a fact all the other starters but him were still playing but they went to two they went to more dbs so they were passing but in the that's second half thing. in the second half like a, the clip i sent you right they they got caught in the counter play Right, yeah, they yeah. caught caught in the power. They caught they got caught in nickel package with three DBs and two linebackers. Who were the two linebackers? And on that on that film, did you yeah. show that was uh, was Greenlaw and uh, uh, Warner? And those were the two linebackers that were playing in the first in half. the first half when we were and in the second winning. half. It was Al here and Warner. Yeah, he got like I said, I and I said, and I said, I don't know if he got benched because they made him want to take a look. He wanted to maybe take a look. You know, see what you got. It's first game of the season. You, I give you that. Gotta see what you have. I'll give you that. I'll give you, you that. You got to see what you have. You got to see I'll give what you, you have. That. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're competing for the job. I'll give you that. Because, I mean, about the same, I mean, they're about the same tier. Because, uh, uh, I mean, Sherry's a good player. I mean, those are two good uh, Robins to Warner's Batman. You know what I mean? They're they're not no, uh, I wouldn't say they're A-plus-plus plus players, but they're they're solid Bs. They're like, they're, they're good, solid players. But like, here's the thing, it, though. Batman never played Robin. He had four Fred different Robins. He had four different Robins. Exactly. So, so here, <laughs> Greenlaw, hey, it don't matter. We, but we got the Batman. That's what I'm saying. Warner's never getting off the field. Uh, he's never. We're paying him way too much money to sit on the bench. And he doesn't want to sit on the bench. I wouldn't want to sit on the bench. And if we are winning, I'm going to finish the game. I want to be out there. This is what you work for. So I'm just, you know, maybe we'll do a Twitter poll if you think Greenlaw should be replaced Okay. after one game. After one game. Let's give it. Let's game. give it four games. Let's give it four games. Yeah, give give him a solid, you know, four or five games. You know, a quarter of the season since you want to talk percentage. Give him twenty five percent 
I don't even know if that is 25% anymore of, uh, so it's like about 20% now, I guess, of that one extra game kind of throws off the map. But we'll just say about a quarter of the season. We'll, we'll judge him, see what the stats are. And if he gets better, if he gets another pick six, Tash, I don't want to, the, the debate is over. Hey, the dude. The debate is over. Listen, okay, can you give me this, though? Jared Goff threw it off his back foot with two defenders in his face, right? And? And anybody could have caught that ball. I mean, I couldn't. I can't score. I couldn't score, right? You better but catch it, then. Shit, I don't care. I'd catch it. I'd catch play, it, but I'm not running around that edge, though. I'm not outrunning golf. Golf is probably going to catch me, but... Jamal, I got a question for you. Oh, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, right? Back, man, he's still alive. He's about to get this body, man. I'm putting chest hey, in the body. Know, back. Up, if I can just jump in on this uh, debate. Okay. Greenlaw did show up on injury report with the groin. Oh, don't tell me that. After that pick six, he pulled something. I mean, don't tell me that. Put up on the groin on the injury report. So, uh, I'm just just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Get him now. Get him now. That's all I got to say. Get him now. So, so, hey, man, if he doesn't play in four weeks, Al Shahir is better. Then, hey, then then, then everything you were saying was a mute point. It was irrelevant. Because if a man was hurt and we were up by 28, why risk him? I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here. Okay, he's so then, okay. He's just here to carry out the body. But that, here, here's my, here's my, okay, who's returning punts? Mama Tanu is returning punts. And? Hey, Sanu was, hey, Sanu was at the end of the game. Sanu and? Was, you threw the first tough. half, yeah, but he got pulled out because of injury. He's dressing a thigh or hamstring his whole two weeks. And we were up by 28 points. I mean, it's a long points. season. It's a long season. They just, yeah, there's no way after having all those injuries last year, you're going to risk having your guys out there getting hurt. And you lost your running back, and you lost... A corner, you know, uh, that that has that has to play in your mind as a coach. I mean, most are went out like the second play of the game. They're like, oh boy, here we go again. Let's just rest our guys now. Yeah, no, it was not like that. All right, listen, Jamal. I got know that it's seventeen weeks this year. I got yeah. a question for you. It's a little sidebar. We'll get back on the debate. Is on punt returning? Would you let Jimmy Ward return punts? No. Sorry, but I'm, just I'm watching. That. I'm watching the WFT versus the Niners in 2014. And Jimmy Ward is returning punts. And what do you do with it? Fair catch he, it? He fair caught it. Exactly. Good Good Jimmy Ward. When was his last interception? All right, Thank listen, you. though. Listen. What was his last big play? He, I don't know if he's got the hands to be a punter turner. I don't know if I trust his hands. I need you, to get my man Ufa out there. You guys, you guys touched on it, right? Injuries. Now, there's a reason why they drafted two running backs. There's, there's honestly a reason why they drafted two running backs, and there's a reason why they brought in Gallman. Am, am I right or am I right? Of course, no, hell no. We always gotta have a plan B, C, and D because of our injury history. We gotta we gotta have multiple positions or players at that are positions, our key ones for sure, because we seen it last year. Okay. Quarterback, running back. I mean Plus, that's D, the Shanahan mentality and identity to run the ball. So draft guards, draft <laughs> running backs, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Okay, so so Mostert being hurt, yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. He was running the first two handoffs, he he popped one for like 10. Then he popped one for like six or seven, right? He was running, he was looking good. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt. And after two carries, he left the game, right? It sucks. And it sucks that people aren't his wife's DM trying to tell, uh, trying to tell her to kill Mostert or he Mostert to kill himself and all that because of fantasy football. That all uh, sucks. And uh, these people are people too. You can't treat fantasy players as, you know, fantasy players. Like when somebody gets hurt, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, damn, it was my season. You want to always 
wish them the best, you know, get well, you know, then you can be like, oh, well, that sucks. I had him on my fantasy team. But you can't treat him like that, you know. That's especially t- tweeting or DM and his wife telling her to her husband should kill herself. No, nah, we don't condone that. That's that's not cool. I started him. I started him in most of my leagues and gave me like two point nine six points. I mean, you're not the only one. I mean, a lot of people. Yeah. Have, but I don't want him to die though. I don't no, want him to there's die. There's other players that didn't perform. Saquon Barkley. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't perform. It's only one week. You don't want to overreact. Because right. if you're a fantasy owner, you got to just make moves, man. You just you yeah. suck owner if you can't get over that move. Elijah Mitchell. There you go. Pick yeah. him up. Yeah. But, yeah. but also, so, the voice of the Panthers with that, that nugget. So the 49ers, the 49ers, like Chris said, had a plan A, B, C, D, E, right, as running backs. I don't see why. And it sucks. And it, and it sucks that Jason Verrett got hurt. And it sucks that he knew right away it was ACL and that he was in so much pain and their emotions were flying. It, it, it sucked to see that. I understand that. But they have an A, B, C, D, E plan for that. You can't – how many – out of all the seasons Jason Verrett played, he's only had one healthy season. The man is 31 years old or 30 years old, and he's only played one full season in the NFL. You cannot be banking on him. That's why I don't understand why people – it sucks that he's hurt. I feel for him. He's also a local guy. And Chris will tell you I'm a homer, right? I'm cheering for him. I'm rooting for him because he's a local guy. And he grew up a Niners fan, right? And so I want Verrett to be successful. But you have to have a next man up mentality, and that's why I don't understand why people say that this win came at a loss. I don't understand it. It, it just was a tough one. I mean, there was just a lot of emotions. That's Maybe that's what it was. It was an emotional game because it was a nice, you know, nice high. We were riding. We were up big, celebrating, dancing, having a good time, high-fiving, drinking good. And then all of a sudden, it just started – it just – Bam, like that. So it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it got close, and they got the onside kick. And then it's like, hold on now. And like, shoot, we don't get to stop here. And then we had the Debo fumble. I mean, it it, it, it was – it was had the – if the if the, the Lions were a better team, that, that could have cost us. If that would have happened against Seattle or, you know, maybe some of these Kansas City's teams like that, what well, just happened in the Kansas City game. The partner messes up, doesn't punt the ball. And what does Kansas City do? Come back and win. You know what I'm saying? The better teams like that, uh, that's that's not gonna work for us. That that's a loss. That's so that's kind of how we feel. It's like we gotta that's little stuff like that. That's that's not uh it's not winning, that's not Super Bowl caliber football right there. You can't make those mistakes. You gotta beat that's, the teams you're supposed to beat. That's not true. That's not true. The year that we went to the Super Bowl, we we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers turning over the ball four times. We won ugly that game. I don't understand why people don't enjoy the win i mean but we were we down had, the whole time though like we had to come back we had to fight adversity so there wasn't no uh but we no fought either. adversity we we fought adversity this game well we shouldn't have had to not up by 28 points with like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter we should have been able to close that game out especially we, our we running fought, backs we fought adversity when jimmy g fumbled the ball <laughs> i was ready i was ready to put training right then and there i was like man what kind of what kind of what i was like jimmy come on man how you gonna drop the ball? Literally, literally drop the ball on the first snap. I'm like our defense fourth and uh, fourth and one stop or uh, fourth down stop, and we first play the game fumble. I was like, oh man, but that's that's different adversity because I mean we all knew we were gonna beat the Lions. Like I said, if you look on our past show, we all put our 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 scores were like 20 point wins, and then we ended up only winning by eight. But a win's so, a win though. 
Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, of course. I'll take a win and a win, but at the same time, not all the wins are equal. Well, back to what I was talking about. So, Verrett gets hurt. Jamal, how many snaps did Lenore play? Did you know? Uh, 90. And that leads the NFL, okay. correct? Yeah. And so, and the 90 snaps that he played, he gave up one catch for three yards. Is yeah. that not a starting NFL caliber corner? Yeah, no, it is. I mean, I don't know if they didn't target him, what they were doing. I mean, you got a rookie on the field. I'm going ahead all day. So, <laughs> they went Dante Johnson. all in the preseason, though. I'm glad that his uh, level of play uh, translated to the to the real deal. But I yeah, like him. But- I mean, Oregon corners are good. They got a, they, they're usually fluid, good slot corners. They got good feet. Like I said, uh, good technique. Um, I'm a big believer in, like, we have a couple gyms that we need to start playing in the secondary. It doesn't matter experience. If you can play, you can play. I need. I think we need to get my guy, Hufunga, out there a little bit more. Who's he going to play for? Huh? Who would Hufunga play for? I, I'll take Jimmy uh, – what's his name? Tart. Tarkarski. I would. Tart played well. Jamal, you don't think Tart played well? According to PFF, he played real well, too. I mean, he was flashing. He was covering. He didn't yeah. do any, uh, you know, anything outrageous out there. So then, man, I don't know. I just, I want to see what, I want to see what that rookie got. I mean, we kind of know what we're going to get with Tart. You know, hopefully we get him for the long haul. But I think uh, the rookie deserves to get some snaps in. No, like, but so, that means putting Jimmy Ward at corner and then maybe move one of those guys to free safety. But I, I, I need to see uh, Funga out there just to see if he can give us a little more, a little more, you know, excitement in the back end. I mean, the whole backtrack thing, you're talking about a win's a win. I know, I acknowledge we won that game. The injuries aside, let's say no one got hurt, you know, everything was great and fine. But I'm upset. There was a couple of guys I was looking forward to just coming out new year and just step up. Jimmy G, Eric Armstead, both didn't do any. I mean, I know Jimmy G had a decent game. D- Jimmy G had a better than decent game. He had a decent game. He had a better than decent game. And that one touchdown pass was underthrown to Debo Samuel. That yeah, was, that was all Debo. He, had a ter- he, he didn't have a great game. He was Uncle a game manager, a $26 yeah. million game manager. This was a game he should have just thrown three touchdown passes, looked like the stud that he could have been like, hey, Trey Lance, you got to sit down. You know, this is my team. He didn't look the part. And I'm, yeah, because if he plays like this in the next couple of weeks, it might have to go to Trey. It might be sooner yeah. than later. Because, I mean, that wasn't really uh, – yeah, like you said, uh, he didn't really distance himself, honestly. In my opinion, he didn't. And I'm looking at Eric Armstead on the defensive line. What is his deal? Is he is he edge runner? Is he edge pass rusher? Is he interior? Why are we paying all this damn money and Garrett Buckner if he doesn't even show up? The guy was gone all week. I mean, all game was gone. Well, that's, he doesn't pass the edge. He doesn't pass rush. What what is his deal? That's what I wanted to talk. Well, he led the he led the team in uh, pressures on the quarterback. Um, but but <laughs> I think. I think I think they're playing playing him out of position. I don't think he's a defensive end. No, yeah, I think he's a better play inside. And uh, maybe when we get Willis back, that's right, right? Willis or Willis, the guy we got from the Jets. I mean, he's been yeah. for six weeks, so he's not coming back anytime soon. I mean, PFF gave him eighty-two grade for pass rushing. He was going against a backup right tackle. Yeah, he should be needing him up. That's why I'm like, we should have way more pressure. So yeah, he should be leading the damn team in pressures. You're going to backup right tackle. He's not going to the best offensive tackle on the team. You're going to backup, backup, backup right tackle. He was going to swing tackle. That's what he does. And uh, the dude from Oregon was pretty good. Uh, Sewell, he was yeah. out there moving around. No, I, Sewell's I was, good. I was, Sewell, I was Sewell. impressed. That's why I was like, he was getting to that next level. 
And they yeah. had they were having him pull. They were switching him out, motioning him and stuff. I, I was I was impressed by him. Like I was like, okay, I can see why you know you were a top pick. No, so so is good, but I think this falls back into what Chris was alluding to, that you have a rookie defensive coordinator, and I think people are kind of played out of position. We got caught in nickel when they're running uh, counter, and we're out of position, right? They're out leveraging us. They split the the, uh, the field in half, and they're out leveraging us uh, defense alignment-wise, right? They're they're pulling tackles. Of, like Chris, Chris said, they're pulling fullbacks, they're pulling tackles, right? And we only got Greenlaw. And we had Bosa on that side. So there's four on two right there, and they, they, they pop a long run. Also, I think that Armstead is not a defensive end. I think he's a three-tech, and that's where he succeeds at. And I don't think he likes playing there. I think he considers himself a DN, but it's just, it just does not happen for him. I think he's – I think he's I don't just, think he has enough juice, to be honest with you. He, yeah. He's more of a – Hold the like, hold the set of the point of attack, but right. I think corner, I think I he's just too that. tall for his own good. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might as well be inside so you can use your length, so you can put your arms up, extend, you know, hold your ground. Maybe yeah, keep right. some it's of those issue. linemen off the linebackers. It'd be an issue against Philadelphia because you know Jen Hurst is going to run around him. No, I'm just no, no. no. So they're going to run, run right around, around him. No contain. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to play a different type of defense, right? We'll get to it later on to the show, but um. But it's got to be next man up mentality, right? Barrett got hurt. We're back to Barrett. Finish the subject up. We'll move to the next one, right? Barrett got hurt. Lenore has to step up, and we have Emmanuel Mosley, who is expected to be back this week. Yeah, so, we need I mean, Thomas though, up too. Avery Thomas. I mean, you're a higher pick than Lenore, but Thomas I, is I, whack. I so I said I think he needed a year on the practice squad. I think that'd be better for him. Just uh, why, why is he a kicker turner? Who else would you put there? He has no juice whatsoever. I mean, he looked, he got the ball and just jogged five yards, and that was it. I think no explosion I, whatsoever. I think they wanted to put Elijah Mitchell there, right? But he was all of a sudden the, the featured. He was back. the number one back. Yeah, he's, the next, yeah. he's the next man up. We need to accept, we need nothing better than that, man. I need something more than that. You can't give me no, just uh, he just looked like the go out there. Secure the ball up, maybe 15, 20 yards. That was it. He was trying to just uh, make sure he didn't mess up. He, yeah. he was just he was trying to catch the ball, and then I was like, all right, if I get to the 20. Uh, or I, if I don't, I do. Um, but I also want to give a shout out to D Ford. He was out there flashing a little bit. That's nice to see. I need a little bit more of that. Yeah, he, he also. So I think it was something like Armstead had eight pressures. D Ford and both both had five pressures, but D Ford played like thirty less snaps than both those guys. So yeah, D Ford. The times that he was playing on the field, he played very very well, uh, which is surprising. Hey, hey, my guy, uh, did my guy Kirk in the game? Uh, Kerr, Kerr played, I think, something like 15 or less snaps, but there was a play where he strung it out to the sideline. He played very well. I'll say, yeah, I mean, shoot, we need to start. I mean, Streets did good, too. I mean, he was he was, he was flashing a little bit, but I think he went out of gas as the game wore on because he didn't really see too much of him towards the end. But I think, uh, I think I think the Niners are still trying to figure out the rotation at defensive line. I think the I Niners mean, Maybe still, everybody, honestly. I wouldn't even say yeah. it's line. I think they're trying to figure out what they – what they have because I'm like there's some players that need to get some you know some burn I know you're gonna want to try to figure you know as the season you know as the regular season goes on you kind of already want to figure out what you have but there's some guys that I that deserve to see what they got when it's the real deal like I said I need to see Hufunga out there I don't know who he's you know maybe he can play that nickel uh linebacker for us you know right. in passing situations you know right. just to get off uh, Greenlaw and uh show your and have him and Warner out there 
you know. It's kind of switch it out a little bit. You got to find, you know, lineups and rotations. It's kind of, it's kind of almost like NBA. You got to have different kind of lineups, you know, for different type of teams and different types of schemes and setups. Right. But, I mean, this is all learning. You know, like I said, it's uh, D'Amico Ryan's first game, too. So he's got to, you know, he's probably have to self-evaluate himself, too, look at the film, and, you know, like he'll probably look at the snap count. Oh, Shazier played 60 or 30 more snaps than Greenlaw. Like, we got to balance that out. And, you know, so, hopefully Greenlaw's not hurt. So to wrap up the cornerback section, uh, they left the game, and the, some reporter asked Kyle Shanahan, do you still talk to Richard Sherman? And he says, yeah, I still communicate with Richard Sherman. After that, everybody blew up and said that the Niners are still talking to Richard Sherman. I don't think that Shanahan is talking to Richard Sherman as come to my team type of person, but just being there for a friend. And it was evident by them signing uh, – it was Dre Kirkpatrick. Yep. Yes. Uh, what what is what is the difference between Josh Norman and Drake or Patrick Chris? Well, one's a, a long corner press, you know, a man corner and Kirkpatrick and and Norman. It's kind of your stocky, you know, short uh, cover two type corner where you don't want to keep want to make sure everything keeps in front of him. You don't want to have to carry the, the play downfield or you want to put him in any situations where he has to cover a guy for a long period of time and. Well, we're hoping that we get from uh, uh, Patrick is, you know, we're able to get like another long corner where he can, you know, hit a uh, bump and run, play a little off coverage, you know. Um, that's kind of what I'm guessing what they're kind of expecting from him, kind of get an outside corner that can, you know, play play on that island a little bit. And, uh, and Norman is kind of, like I said, our, our cover two. Um, just keep everything in front of them. Maybe come up on the run. Just make sure it doesn't get stiff armed again. Right, Jamal. Do you expect both guys to be dressed this week? Uh, what well, today's Monday, so yeah, I can see both being dressed. I can see both being dressed and playing possibly. But you know who? Um, you know who was playing for the Chargers and starting for them this past Sunday? Who? Asante Samuel Jr. Hi, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. You know, he's a baller, man. There's corners out there. I we drafted Aaron Banks. Banks. You know, you know, you know who was not playing Sunday. for us this this Sunday. You know who was not playing for us this Sunday? Who's that? Aaron Banks. Yep. He wasn't playing. We'll see, man. We'll see. Like, like we said, just another jab at John Lynch. That's all I'm doing. It's another jab at him. But like we said, other than Eliza Mitchell. But I would say we more hit on the defensive side this year on the draft than offense. Because, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, yeah, he could be our RB1, honestly. Because, I mean, that guy hits the hole once he, you know, kind of figures out how to run. I mean, this he is this a, this conversation for a whole other show, but I, I couldn't agree less with you, man, honestly. But like I said, man, you can't you can't judge off 7% of the season. You know what I mean? It's been one game, Tash. Come on, you say one game. It's been <laughs> I know, right? Game. He 7%. It's only been 7% of the season. It's only been 7% of the show, and you, how many times you said 7%? Well, hopefully this is not 7% of the show. It'll be a long show. It feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in deep right now. Yeah, we're, um, we're, running, we're running about, uh, what, 5 o'clock Hawaii time? 5 o'clock Hawaii time. 1 o'clock East Coast time. But, yes. so, that wraps up, you know, Verrett, bad injury, Moster injury that we probably saw happening. Uh, uh, those fantasy owners, you guys suck for – DMing his wife. 
that's 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 no bueno. You don't ever DM anybody, and surely don't DM the next man's wife, telling them to tell her to kill her husband, that or tell him to kill himself. That that's no bueno. We do not support that. Do not support that. But there was some positive things, man. There were some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand lost pick six. Uh, Trey Lance threw his first touchdown. Uh, my man uh, Sherfield, he got a tug. Uh, we got to see Bosa out there. He looked good, you know. They still got to knock off the rust a little bit, but I mean, he's he was still out there trying his hardest. Um, like I said, uh, Lenore is doing good. I mean, that's that's a lot of snaps. I only give up uh, one catch for three yards. That's that's the only means that he's gonna get better. Um, you know, I just gotta just two things we can tighten up, but there are some seven percent things we can be positive about. And Debo is the leading wide receiver in the NFL. Shout out bags. That's his boy. He's and going he's against the backup back of corner back because uh Jeffrey Okuda tore his Achilles. So you know and he was getting cut out. Hey man, Debo was giving it to him still. Though. He was going in some scrubs and no one else was catching the ball out there. So yeah, hey, he, super hey, he Debo for being out, out by his coach, man. I oh, was that fumble that was cost the game. That was cool. <laughs> Next time go down. Hey, he was trying to get 200. He was trying to break that record. Yeah, he's a he's a real team player, huh? He was trying to get that stat. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, I'm leading receive uh, most rest, uh, most receiving yards on opening day." He was trying to get to that 200. Yeah, been cool, but uh, you know, next time get the first down, drop down. There's no need for that. Hey, but you can't be mad. I mean, he has a good fantasy day for you. That was about what 30 points. I didn't start him. Oh, you <laughs> a hater! Oh, bag man does not mess around. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's all right. Next week, he's like, nah. <laughs> so next I'll, week, you, uh, I'll keep you posted. Next week, right, I'll be cool, watching. Man. I'll be watching. Well, let's talk about next week. Next week, we got the Eagles. Yep. A little quick matchup and Hurts. We all talked about Hurts and his speed. Then the Niners' defense looks vulnerable to the run. Um, Chris alluded to that the defense ends need to. Uh, hold the edge and make sure Hurts doesn't bounce outside of them. But I don't think you can play it like that. I think that Greenlaw and Warner and outside here, you need to crossread them. You need to crossread where Hurts and have the defensive end, if you will, squeeze down on the running backs. And if they pop it out, you got outside here, Greenlaw and uh um, you gonna have the back end that's why i need a funga i need him out there i need him to come down and set the edge to come down flying down but tart but, but tart but tart played a really good game dude i don't understand why you don't like tart uh he's good but i i, I don't know i i just i seen it and then i need i need more i need like the whole season like he's good right now but week eight nine all of a sudden he's coming out on my shoulder all types of you know you gotta this i don't know you don't want to play too hard you know, you gotta you gotta be able to find that happy medium. But I'm not I'm not knocking him. Like I said, he did he did he was coming up in the in the run game. He was stuffing it a little bit, but I I just gotta see how fun out there, man. I just think that guy can be uh an extra extra spark plug for us on our defense that's already good, but just give us that maybe that extra boost that we need in the back end. But like I said and we had to get Kinlaw out there. Yeah, we need Kinlaw out there. That was uh, evident. What's uh, up with Keenlaw, Jamal? Um, you know what? I don't know. I think it's a shoulder. I really couldn't tell you though. I, you know, honestly, I really don't. I was surprised that he didn't play. Honestly, didn't he play against the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't hear anything about him going into the week that he was uh 
you know, not practicing. I mean, normal, normal stuff that, you know, superstar players do, you know, oh, I don't want to practice today, so I just make up an injury on my shoulder or something. So I just, you know, he seems like that type of player. Like, he knows he's good. He doesn't he really need to practice. Also, I mean, going back to Jacoski uh, Tart, I mean, it's 17 weeks, man. He's not surviving 17 weeks. Not how hard he played on. Uh, injuries uh, out here. Hope he's healthy, but Hafunga's definitely going to gain some snaps sooner or later. Yeah, but till that point, you got to give Tart those carries, though. Yeah, what if we can save them? Huh? What if we can save them? You know, I mean, I'd rather have two safeties than one. No, you, wanna, you already want to be seven percent of the season, he's already done. What about the other 93 percent? But he's not done, that's why I don't get why he's not done. Why are you saying but that? But he has, like, this how you say about Moster, how he's known to get he's fragile, that he's like he's bound to happen. I would, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't. But what we've seen the last years, you know, he's about week five or six, you know, I didn't even think he came out of the game today. Uh, yesterday, I think he kind of came out the game. He was on the sideline for a little bit. He was kind of banged up, and then he ended up coming back in like a series or two later. But I'm just saying, I, I my, my moral story is I just feel like we need to get Ofunga out there in some, way, in some capacity. As I ask Nickel linebacker to kind of help with Jalen Hurts and kind of getting over, over, the, uh, over the top or getting to the outside. Because, I mean, Miles Sanders ain't no joke either. You know, and now they got the two tight end sets. Now they're going to do 12 personnel again because the Eagles got good, two good tight ends. And they got that receiver from Alabama, Devontae Smith, who's a speedster. Yeah. Who is be covering him? Lenore, man. I want to see Lenore on him. Yeah, I want to see that battle. That will be fun to watch. Yeah, he can, he, can, uh, he can hang with him. But I would say we do a lot of mm, – I would like low-key low cover two. I would, I would make Jalen Hurts beat us over the top. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. You have to. You you take away you take away the running lane. You take away him pulling the ball, and you say, "Look, this is where you need to complete the ball." And if you complete it, then so be it. Yeah, I, I, if we beat this, you know, like he showed last week. I mean, I was impressed. I mean, I was surprised that Atlanta was favored in that game. Uh, I think they were like four or five point favorites uh, against uh, the Eagles last week, but. <laughs> I don't know where the Vegas was looking at that one. That was a gimme. Because uh, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, you know. He's probably a little like Cam Newton back in his heyday, but just a little bit better arm. He can kind of complete those slants and fades a little bit better than Cam Newton could in his heyday. Speaking of quarterbacks, so we saw Trey Lance had what, four four snaps on Sunday. Passing mm-hmm. playing three rushing plays. How many more do you think he's getting against the Eagles? Well, I- Game, I said game flow dependent. I think. I think. I think he's gonna double that. He's gonna go to eight. But I, I think they gotta do a better job calling plays for him. Yeah, don't just do the the little zone read. I would. I would say give him more to more more plays like you would call if like Jimmy was in there. Because yeah. I think he's capable of being uh, more than just like a running quarterback. There was a lot of plays where uh, third overall. No, but but there was a lot of plays where Jimmy had RPOs built in. It was a, that backside slant. He threw Debo, and Debo dropped the ball. And then there was a frontside slant again to Debo, and he and he short armed it. Right? I don't understand why Lance can come in there, make the same reads, and make the same throws. You know what I'm saying? Those are the plays that I want Lance to run. Yeah, but I think he has to be uh, confident himself to, you know, I think he's still just whatever the play is, I'm gonna run it. You know, I don't feel I don't feel like he's uh, at that point where he's can kind of as a pitcher would shake off his catcher, you know, like, oh, I don't like that play or, you know, give me something else. No, you're but, right. I mean, that's what you want to see, though, but that's how you know when he's ready, when he can 
do those RPOs. Because right now, I think he's just calling the play or he's going with the play that Shanahan calls, you know. You might be right. You might be right. I'm always right, Tess. I love you. I'm always right. I mean, I know we're, ba- we're jumping back and forth, and I understand that it might be hard to listen to, but uh, I was listening to the radio today. Shout out to uh, 95.7 Game, uh, the best radio show that I listen to. I only listen to one radio show. I can't listen to, to sports talk all day anymore. I guess uh, my uh, level of fandom is dying out as I get older. Uh, I can't keep listening to the same sports talks. Over uh, I used again. to want to hear all that East Coast bias, bull jazz. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Steiny, Guru, and Dibs on 95.7 The Game, man. Was, they were, they were they're funny. He's friends of the pods, maybe. Uh, but they were talking about it, and they were talking about why couldn't Jimmy G make that same throw to um, uh, Surfield, right? I don't think that the defense would respect Jimmy G there, right? They had loaded that box, and they were ready for the run. And yeah, so they see what happened to the Raiders, uh, that play he did, you know? Yeah, and so Surfield, he he came in like he was going to crack Hell the block. Route. Yeah, he came in like he was going to crack block, and he put it back out, and – it was a nice pitch catch. Man Lance. I don't. I don't think that that you route works. Jimmy G in there, you know what I mean? I, th- I think it could work. Jimmy G also. I mean, it was just a great route. I don't know if it calls it a, a, thing, route yeah. or a smash out, but it was just a great route. He burnt that DB real bad. So I mean, Jimmy, I don't I, think. I don't think they give him the same look. Is it one on one with Jimmy G there? I mean, why not? It's outside corner. Yeah, I mean the same. They could bracket yeah. him though. They could bracket him. You have to put that extra defender in the box to respect Lance's ability to run the ball. You have to put that extra defender in there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, sure. Potatoes, uh, tomatoes, I get it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, potatoes, yeah. tomatoes, you know. Um, but it was a hell of a route by Sherfield, though. I mean, I mean, he whooped that guy. He mm-hmm. saw that He saw that inside slant, then he broke back out to the outside. Um, and shout-out to New, too. That was another nice play he made. Um, yeah, I think Larry Fitzgerald nicknamed him a textbook. I mean, that was a textbook route right there, man. Bro, sucked him in and busted right outside. Yeah. Oh, that's how you. That's how you. That's how you practice it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was a great route. Yeah, this. It's 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 really interesting how. Yeah, I know we're going off a tangents, and I know I said it a lot, but it's really interesting how they made the wide receiver room this year. They got bigger guys who are more technicians in their route running. Um, you know, I I read a stat where they are five inches. They are they are five inches taller than they were last year. And of course with Trent Taylor off the team and Richard yeah. James. Uh, that, 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 that dropped down the average a little bit. Yeah. With Richard <laughs> like James not being in the starting lineup either. Right. You got taller guys that know how to run routes and, you know, and it was very evident and nobody dropped the ball either. And that was the thing in the preseason. Right. I like, uh, watch out for Jennings too. I think he's, uh, going to emerge down the end of the season too, or kind of down the stretch. I think, uh, Jennings, Somebody we keep an eye on too that might uh, fight for some uh, snaps. You think he's gonna dress? I don't think he's gonna dress. He, just... he did last. He did on Sunday. Did he play? Yeah. Yeah, he was out there. Snap count. He's supposed to tell us. He played. He played six snaps on offense. Six snaps on offense. And also, I think this is what Shanahan wants to do when they're set with the wide receiver room. He wants those big receivers. You know, Jordan Matthews is a big receiver. Mahmoud New is a big receiver. Juwan Jennings, um, Glasshouse, the big receivers. He just brings in Trent Taylor. Big bodies. And, yeah. You know, just as a, you know, the gadget guy. But he wants these big, you know, oh, you know, big receivers out there on the field. All right. So, how do you think it's going to go against the Eagles, Jamal? Uh, give me a 
over and under Trey Lance? Is he playing over five snaps or under five snaps? I'm going to go with the over. Over. Chrissy Chris, Trey Lance, five snaps or under? I'll probably take the under. Under? Yeah. I mean, I, I think this, this game is going to be a lot closer. I think this might be a Jimmy G game. I hope not. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Who is the leading rusher, Trey Sermon or uh, Elijah Mitchell, Jamal? I'll go with the third option. I'm going to say uh, Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty. Chrissy Chris. Yeah, he was leading? nice. He was Who's nice. Russia, Chris and Chris? Um, I don't know, man. I think uh, Shanahan might not shake up the, take up the rotation. I think he might keep it how he had it. Uh, Hasty's and uh, Mitchell. I mean, that's a third round pick. You guys sitting on the bench, healthy, a healthy scratch. But I mean, those guys earned it. I mean, Mitchell looked good. Hasty's looked good in his, you know, in his preseason. He earned he earned to be out there week one. Um, to, to be the fair, they got a first round pick on the bench too in Banks, right? Yeah, second round. second round pick. Second round, second round. But um, to be that was a reach. I mean, like you said, was, there was Asante Sam, there was other players out there. But I mean, I understand you. You they know what they want. That's a, like I said, John Lynch. He knows. I guess is Ayuk going to see more snaps this game, Jamal? God, I hope so. <laughs> no, he is. Oh, Ayuk's on there. He's he's, uh, he's talking to Jimmy. He's talking to Trey. He's like, hey, man. I was open on those uh on the backside, man. You know, I, I was on that post, on that dig, on the in route, that slant. You know, look for me. Right. You know, another he week. You don't want to see Debo. You don't want to see Debo in like that. I mean, Why not? I Debo played Debo. great, Jamal. Other than the one fumble, Debo played great. I ain't gonna lie, he did. That was probably one of the like with the Seattle game and this game. I want to say that was probably one of the best uh, Debo games. He had a career I mean, game. I just got I got to stick consistent though. I don't I like it. I, I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, shit, man. I'm, about about him. I'm AJ like, Brown for life, you know? So I gotta be that guy. He had a great game. I'm gonna say that touchdown pass he caught it was a terrible throw. He, he he had a better game than AJ Brown. <laughs> no, he did. I know it's only been seven percent of the season. Oh, get out of here. He's got a real touchdown pass. I know it's only been seven percent of the season, but he had a better game. He didn't have a better game. I'll look right hey, now. Jeff, I got a question for you. For you, huh. over under seven percent. How many times in the show? <laughs> over. I'll take the over. <laughs> over seven percent. Seven percent. I love you, Tess. <laughs> All right. Um, do we have more than three sacks this game? I hope so. Honestly, but that's gonna be tough because this guy can move around. But I hope you know. I, I hope that, like I said, they watch the film and work on their technique. Uh, but they got to stay in their lanes because they can't over-pursue because, I mean, Jalen Hurts ain't going to hesitate to take off running. Jamal, over or under three sacks this game? Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a Nick Bosa coming out party. Um, I mean, you're going to have Jalen Hurts dancing a little too much out there, so he'll get a couple. Over and under one and a half interceptions. I'm going over. I, I think that if our D-line puts the pressure and he just throws it up there, I think we can get two interceptions. Jamal, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think we're getting interceptions this week. Okay. So, Jamal, give me your Hurst, final. Hurts look good, man. Hurts looked real good last week. So, I think here's over next week. And our defense is a little bit sus right now. True. Jamal, give me, give me your final prediction of the game. Ooh, me, that's tough. Put me on the spot. 27-20, 29ers. Chris, Chris. 
Uh, I'm more looking maybe like 24-13, maybe, 24-20. I, I think uh, it's going to be a lot closer than uh, – because, like I said, uh, uh, like Jamal said, the Eagles look pretty good. And like I said, our defense – Hey, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. Oh, I got Niners all day. Uh-huh. I, I, just, I got Niners all day. That's not the one where I'm a little nervous about. I mean, go. I got other... So I got 38 Niners, Eagles, 24. Oh, high scoring, huh? 38, 24. Yeah, I think I think our defense is gonna uh, let a couple here through pop through, but I think uh, what I've seen. And you guys say that the Lions defense isn't that great, but the Niners were firing all cylinders in the first three quarters, especially in the first half, especially in offense. I didn't think they were going to put all game. They were firing. No, I said the offense looked good. Like I said, I mean, they were moving the ball and all that. Um, usually it's the other way around at the beginning of the season. Usually the defense is ahead of the offense, but, you know, it's a different time now, especially now when I'll be able to practice, you know, hit as much and, Get as much uh, reps and stuff like that, you know, and it's an offensive game now. Um, but yeah, but like I said, uh, that, that's a little too high for me, but I'll take the win. Yeah, no, don't say that and then complain that we won. I'm not going to complain. I'm only going to complain if we play like we, or we don't play like we're capable of playing. Like I said, we have Super Bowl aspirations. Like you can't play like that. I mean, I think that you think Seattle would have beat us that day? Arizona and uh, uh, the Rams would have beat us if we played like how we played. You, against never, the you never know. You have to play ugly. We still scored 44 points, though, right? Yeah, but we gave up, what, 38, 36? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You never know. Like, if you play in Seattle, maybe they play more crisp. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? No, I know that's true. I'm just saying though, like against the better teams, you think we would have? We think we would have won? Yeah, I think we would have won. We've won ugly before. Like I said, when we turned over the ball, I mean, it was a completely different team. We turned over the ball four times against the Steelers, who were very good that year, and we beat them. I would say in the Shanahan era, that's probably the only game that we won that was kind of like, other than like I would say probably Seattle. That's probably the only two games where kind of where it was tight. But usually when we win, we we kind of. We're decisive, like it's like not really that close. I mean, I'm just saying you never know what can happen. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, any given Sunday is real. Right. And so a win and any given Sunday should be celebrated. I don't understand why you guys think we lost. Well, I mean, I, I mean I took a couple celebrating shots. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I was full circle right now. Yeah, like, yeah, but I, I want to celebrate a little bit better because I was still thinking about it. Like I took me, that's why I said 15 minute cool down is good for everybody, you know, just to reflect. Take a deep breath. Don't overreact. Don't go straight to Twitter and start tweeting. Just, uh, just kind of take it. Take it. It's a beverage break, actually. You know, like I said, me and Bags will have a couple. You know, knock back a few and test. We'll get you some soda, some soda pop. Get you some Kirkland water. When when the when the triple zeros hit the the clock, I was happy that we won. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I was I was I was biting all my nails. I was man, I was I was. Man, I still I, I still remember the home uh, opener last season against Arizona and how we lost that game and how I felt after losing that first game and we won this first game. And, you know, every time we beat D- Detroit in the first game, we go to the Super Bowl. So we got the odds with us. The odds are always in our favor. The facts, the facts. So, you know, whatever. Pass is the pass. Beat the Lions. Yeah, we're lost on, you we're guys. On to yeah. next opponent in Philadelphia. 
Yep. With that said, take us out, Joe. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like Jimmy Tom Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs>